Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show that puts your useless knowledge to use. Witness a wonder of wizardly wit as we throw a handful of adults into a bottomless pit of ponder. Half quiz show, half news, half awesome. Welcome to... Um... What was it called again? Hold on, I know this. Wait, that's it! It's Hold On, I Know This! And now, here's your host... Nick Allred. All right, welcome back to Hold On. I know this. My name's Nick. I'm Chris. I'm Nick. Are you? No, I'm Jeremy. Oh, you're Jeremy. That's right. I'm Mark, by the way. And this is episode 25. All the way 25. Happy Silver Podcast Anniversary. Silver. Yes. Uh, Do you guys have any news? What if I was Nick? What if you were Nick? <laughs> who would I be? I don't know. You've got uh, I don't know who I would be. We should some... we should do a show where we play like as each other. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Great. So then 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 you can be the uh, angry uh, usurper guy that Nick and Jeremy unfortunately had to hear before you got over here. I'm just ranting about my job and how much I hate everyone and I want children to die and all kinds it of was, shit. Which oh, Nick, yeah. which yeah. Nick, me Nick or him Nick? It was terrifying. Uh, both Nicks. Oh, Nick wow. squared. Jeremy and Nick. I got yeah. a really hateful place, man. Like I can't imagine. I know what work you do, and I can't imagine how you do no, it. No, it's not even that. It's just common, basic sense where if we're asking you to show up on time, don't make it into a thing where, well, it's because I'm this or because I'm that or anything. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, management is a thankless job, but that's besides the point. Right. Um, I'm constantly late. To a lot of things in my life, but I always un- I always end up to it. I never try to like no like I'm a shitty person. Right. I'm bad with time management, and right. I'm sorry. Um, one one thing that I will say as far as news is concerned is that I unwittingly almost had my hair set on fire over the weekend. <gasps> Whoa! Because there was a burlesque show that I was hosting called Revenge of the Summer of Slaughter, which was the sequel to the Summer of Slaughter show that we did last year in Gainesville, and it was just a horror burlesque tribute show, so there was all kinds of acts. Jeffrey Dahmer, Silence of the Lambs, uh, Beetlejuice, those, ty- those types of things. And the very last act was a Children of the Corn act to which... Malachi. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he Who Walks Behind the Rose and my friend Brandon Peterson, who I've known forever and a day, and his girlfriend Jenny Castle, the Biscuits and Gravy of Burlesque, which is probably one of the best taglines that you can find <laughs> anywhere in the land... Um, they did the Children of the Corn Act, and so they built this this puzzle piece cross to have fuel ignited on it and to break it down within like five minutes. This is the picture that was from the show. I saw I'm, that. Where I'm on a cross and it's burning, and I was I was afraid of my arms because my arms were hot, but then I didn't realize that, oh yeah, you idiot, your hair could have been set on fire, so it could have been a whole Pepsi... Choice of a New Generation Michael Jackson incident that I was not aware of, but um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. What? So, yes. Yeah. That seems very ter- very scary. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. It was pretty terrifying. Uh, we're obviously going to have a trilogy next summer because um, someone's going to have to die now. You last, have to set yourself on fire now. Last year I peed myself. This year I got crucified on a burning cross, so I feel like I need to take it off a notch. <laughs> Back up. Did you really pee yourself? Was that method? No, it wasn't method. No, Aww. no, I don't like the smell. I just, poured, I just, I just poured water on my crotch. That so. is true. Saturday, September eighth, it will be the encore performance of Moxie Lafemme presents Moxie Gets Sketchy, which is our tribute to comedy sketch shows such as Kids in the Hall, Chappelle Show, Saturday Night Live, Mad TV, and 
up to this point, we have sold out every single show this year, which we have never done in our 11-year history. And so if we sell out this show and presumably our double headliner show in October, then we will put on a free Moxie Lafemme show in November, the first weekend in November. Yeah, well, yeah. I want to go to that. I want to go to the free one, too. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Freeloader over here. <laughs> I'm definitely going to that one. You can count on it. That's a good one. I'm going to count on that I one. I got it, bud. <laughs> Your dad paid good money for this trip. Yeah. Uh, but um, last week. This, uh, this show, the show that we did this month was the longest show that we've ever done because we also had, we also had, uh, um, uh, it wasn't boring per se. It was just, there's so much stuff that we're trying to put into it that the show could be for four hours. I was even talking about this while I was hosting. I was it will be the Will Ferrell show if I had any words about it. It'll be uh, um, uh, unfro- oh, yeah. it'll also be on Frozen Caveman Lawyer. It'll be like a bunch of Phil Hartman <laughs> hey, and everything. I'm just a caveman. Oh, I was thought out by your scientist. Your world frightens and confuses me. Yeah. So, but we also had what happened was this group of guys that were calling themselves TNS Entertainment. Apparently, there were this male strip review that had come down from Atlanta, and they were talking to Madame Mumsy, our, our head madam for Moxie LaFemme, and they were talking with her about, hey, you know, we're, we're here and everything else. So she decided to bring them up on stage, which resorted into a bunch of pseudo lap dances, like no one actually got naked. And we were kind of wondering, like, what the hell is going on? Because these guys had, like, major, major, major dad bods, really weren't in good shape. I mean, they were fine, but then they wanted the Moxie girls, some of the Moxie girls to dance on them. And as it turns out, they weren't a male strip review. They were actually a bachelor party that had duped us <laughs> to just show up and like talk about it. Which, fair to them, um, that's screw, screw you guys, and well played, my friend. Yeah, that's well brilliant. Well. Yeah. That's, brilliant. <laughs> that's a film yeah. plot if I ever heard one. Right, right. So, but um, but that that ten minute interlude of awkwardness plus a couple of things that we're going to be cutting out, um, it should land right around a day. two fifteen. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish it were a day. Like honestly, here's here's something that I want I want to ask because you guys were both in uh, um, in Chicago and everything else, and I know we talked about this before, but the Museum of Broadcasting. Yeah, uh, history. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like like that. Th- those are all just like still intact, like preserved things from Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. So there's a few things that are recreations, okay. but then most of it is authentic. Uh, a, there's a good portion of it that's from the 40th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, special, which was you know a few years ago, so they right. kept onto the stuff. But um, yeah, there's only a couple of recreations. I think they they made like home base the set. For the very first season of SNL, because okay. it's a lot different. It looks a lot different than it does now, obviously. Yeah. But uh, there's one of those, and uh, yeah, that's yeah. all. But it's all there. I can't wait to go to that. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, but what are you doing that has to do with Game of Thrones that you're going to soon? Oh, that's right. Okay, so I was talking with Nick about this too because our friends Chris and Keisha, Joe and Joyce, and Tina and I have been rewatching Game of Thrones in anticipation for this show that will be coming to Tampa on Saturday, no, Friday the 21st of September, and it is the Game of Thrones experience with Ramin Jawadi, who is the composer for the Game of Thrones music, the, the, the orchestrator for the score, for all the themes and everything else. And what it is is that Anomaly Arena, they've got a 40, 50-piece orchestra that's down on the floor where, you know, like the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing. And they've got like different levels and they're all playing the songs and there's all these different LED panels that are 
located all around the vicinity of the upper portion of where you know the speakers would be and they're just playing old clips and i fully admit that it is the nerdiest dorkiest <laughs> thing that i'm talking about but 20 bucks you're a game of thrones fan you just want to see like old clips live music with the actual composer <laughs> for the game of thrones score like Hell the fuck yes, I will be at that place. I will show up as Jon Snow, and she'll show up as Emma Alessandra, so... I don't know, uh, I once went to a screening of Charlie Chaplin's The Gold Rush with a live orchestra providing, like, the music from the original film score. Awesome. That's pretty nerdy. <laughs> it is pretty nerdy, but the guy is really, really nice, really, really humble. They go through, like, you would never think, like, ah, I'm gonna watch, you know, like, highlights from the show that I've already seen before... But it, you know, you get a couple beers in you, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that such and such died, and fuck yeah, I can't believe this is happening, and oh my god, dragons. So, uh, in anticipation of uh, the uh, upcoming final season that is premiering in April of next year. So. All right. Well, let's get started with our first segment called Way in Five. Mark, I need you to pick one of these. I pick that blue one. Pick the blue one. There you go. <laughs> and this week's theme is pop culture. Oh, great. Tough yeah. one. Number one. What nationality is actress Penelope Cruz? She is Spanish, I believe. From yeah, a, she is Spanish. That is Cat great. Man, are Cat you Bellano. lucky you finished with Cruz on that one? Well, I don't know the other <laughs> Penelope Miller, maybe. That's the only other actress I can think of. Do you know her nationality? I, white. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nationality, right? White? American. White nationalists. So I no, that is no, that is no, not, that's good. Something no, different? not good. Not good at all. Number I hate, two. I hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois. We're going to get that son of a bitch. <laughs> Number two. In Star Wars Episode Five, Han Solo opens, cuts open the belly of what creature in order to keep Luke Skywalker warm? It was Chris. Was it Chris? That was definitely it was Chris. Chris. It's a Tauntaun. Tauntaun. I've never seen this word like spelled. T A U N. At first, I, before I read the question, I was like, "What is that?" Yes, not to be confused with uh, Tatanka. Not to be confused with Tatanka from Dances with Wolves. Tatanka, Buffalo. Yeah, man. All right, number three. What Star Trek? The Next Generation TV series actor played a young boy in Stand by Me. Jeremy. Will Wheaton. Yes. Wesley Crusher. Oh shit! Whoa. And it's actually Will Wheaton. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> what is the expression that you're saying? Who had the first star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? That's a very good question. Jeremy. John Grisham. No, that's incorrect. <laughs> Mark? Donald Trump. No. 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 Was it... Can you say which category they're on the the, the walk for? Like film, radio, television, Pop music. culture, man. Pop culture. But they're like, they have specific stars. Like, you know, oh, that's true. Like film, I, don't, I don't have what category they're on. Oh, okay. Did I say John Grisham? Not John Grisham. I, I have no idea. <laughs> it's Joan Woodward. Joanne, Joanne Woodward. Jo wife of yeah, Paul Joanne, Newman. Yeah. Wow. Yep, Joanne she had the first one. Interesting. 1960. A, that is a very good pub question, by the way. I would never yeah. guess that. Anyway. I, no, never in a million years. No. Number number five, who sang the '80s hit song "Only in My Dreams"? I met her one time. Belinda Carlisle? No. Shit, that's incorrect. It's a Debbie Gibson. Yeah, it's <laughs> Debbie Gibson. I met her one time when I worked on this show that I don't tell people about anymore. Um, I worked on The Celebrity Apprentice for two seasons. 
but she was on there as a contestant and I met her. But it was only because she recognized me because she was like, I've met you before, haven't I? And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't imagine ever that you would remember me. Because I worked on uh, Celebrity House Hunters with her when she was looking for a house. Wait. Okay. She wasn't actually looking for a house. You just blew my mind. You worked on the set of Celebrity Apprentice? Yeah, you didn't know this? I don't tell people about it anymore. Holy shit. So before you, 2016, but now you just I told, told a lot about of people it. about well, it. Well, it's fine now. So now, so now you're like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, like you're six degrees from the Don. From, yeah. from, from and his children. Hair Might orange. as well be working in the White House. Might as well. I mean, you're probably smarter than most people over there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, I met him one I I never met, met him, but I was really close to him one time. I opened a door for him. Great. And he didn't do anything. No courtesy wave, nothing. No. Not even a, a glance. Not a nod. Nothing. No. And that's when I lost it. I was no. like, this is it. Never yeah. again. Yeah. I was very upset that day. But um, Ivanka is the tallest person I've ever met in my life. And she's very scary to see walk down a hallway. She looks like she wants to destroy the marble that she's standing on when she's sure. walking. It's very scary. I'm, okay. It's just like, ugh, bone chilling. Power walk. Yeah, it's nice. scary. DJ is like a jerk. But at the time when I worked on the show, this was before everything DJ? happened. DJ? Oh, Don Jr. Yeah, the junior Jesus. dude. Yeah, the worst person in the... Second worst person in the planet. So it's like, um, so when I was working on it though, this was before everything happened. I love how political this whole podcast it just went on. Before all of a sudden. 2016. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, it's so cool. He's such a nice guy. It's cool. You don't know anything about him. You just know these like schmoozy and stuff. And then like a couple years later, it gets very not cool. And I don't tell anybody about it anymore. Took it off my like dating profile at the time and everything. Don't tell people I had a dating profile. Okay. Maybe I just said that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> We are still recording. That's that is sixteen forty one. Diary of the mouth over here. Sixteen forty one for future. Uh, just, okay, just just so that nobody I may have killed Jimmy Hoffa. Just don't say anything, okay? Like, just you know, just so I that know nobody's buried. confused. Chris might have killed Jimmy Hoffa. Nick has never had a dating profile. No, no, no. I was saying that as on. Nick. I was saying that as. Oh, Nick. oh. Well, then Nick might have killed. Killing all these secrets. All right, listeners. I was trying to cover this up for a minute, right. but Nick's got some secrets. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out. there. Listen, I was talking about killing a baby at the very beginning of this podcast. So, you know, it's fine. It's totally fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm just going to forget about it. It's okay. Okay, number six. Name four of the main ingredients in a Waldorf salad. Oh, this is pop culture. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's food here, culture. Waldorf salad. Mark. Lettuce, tomato, Parmesan cheese, olives. Nothing you just said is on this paper. Wow. Okay. Yeah, nothing. So, maybe you win it again. Yeah, just, <laughs> Parmesan. Nothing. I can only, yeah. I've never heard of a Waldorf sauce. Of a Waldorf I feel like this may be a move and not an actual salad. Now that I think about it. <laughs> no. No, it's not. No, it's not. No way. No, not tossing Waldorf salads now. No. <laughs> just, just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Nobody else. No. No one. No. Okay, a Waldorf salad. I don't eat salad. A Waldorf salad includes apples, mayonnaise, celery, walnuts, raisins, and grapes. Disgusting. <laughs> Becky, I don't want your nasty-ass salad at my cupcake. Mayonnaise. Cupcake yeah, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah. Mayonnaise with Ugh. apples? Yucky. Yeah, and grapes and celery and walnuts and raisins. Number seven, who said cinema is the ultimate pervert art? It doesn't give you what you desire. It tells you how to desire. But that had to be John Grisham. Andy Warhol. No, that is incorrect. Okay. John Waters. Nope. 
And then John Grisham? Why not? Nope. Wait, That's I don't... John Grisham. No. That's incorrect. Also, um, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Slav... Slavuk? Slavage? Zizik. Look it up. It's S L. I'm good. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your word. Z I Z E K. But the Z's have cool little marks above them. Accents? <laughs> I don't think they're accents. They're they're like the little. Well, I don't know. They didn't talk. Little <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. In what decade did the show The Avengers debut on British television? <laughs> Chris. That Mark? was Mark. Mark. The 60s. The 60s is correct. You want to specify the date even more? 63. Uh, 68? Nope, 61. Oh, even earlier. <laughs> I know this because I watched the movie... With based... Ray Fiennes and Uma Thurman and Sean Connery? God, it was terrible. Weather Machine? That was terrible. <laughs> one of only two movies that I've ever walked... Well, actually, three movies that I've ever walked out on. That one, Gummo, and Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Walked out of Pearl Harbor? Yeah, I, I did, too. I did not care for it. Me, too. I totally did, also. <laughs> you saw it twice, didn't you? Maybe. <laughs> He's got a poster. I have it on my, on my DVD shelf. Number nine. How many original rules are there in Zombieland? Mark? Seven. Chris? Is this closest without going over? Closest without going over, yeah. Oh, man. Three. That's, once you said that, it's Which I know is not right, but... Five. Seven is correct. Hey, There's not 32. What? You should have said it's correct. Wait, oh, it's 32. 32. Yeah, okay, 32. Yeah, 32. Wow. It's 32. Who wants to go first? Chris goes first because he won last week. He did one last time. I did. Very true, very true. Are we ready? I think so. Do we? Born ready-ish. I'll let Nick get the scoring apparatus. Get the scoring apparatus together. All right. I'm ready. I think you should space them out more because I was noticing last yeah, week you were right. getting people's <laughs> points. Maybe on okay. the back of the sheet? Yeah? <laughs> I'm just just trying to help you out, buddy. No, you're so very like, Space them out. I there really we go. It. Just want to help you out. There we yeah. go. That looks Way great. Space. As per usual, my questions have very little to do with the actual subject and are just related to pop culture of the subject. Of course. So, first up, the 2008 Britney Spears hit song Circus comes from which album of Britney Spears? Circus. That is correct. <laughs> of course, I was going to bring this up. Uh, who is the world's most famous clown? This is not the question, but... Bozo? Bozo, right. Bozo's Circus on WGN in Chicago, Illinois, was on one of the longest-running locally produced children's shows, ending after 40 years in 2001. God. The question, how many different Bozos did they have? Three. Closer to the pen, anyone? Seven. I'm going to say, I'll split the difference, I'll say five. None of you are correct. Only two guys portrayed Bozo. Oh, wow. In 40 years. Bob Bell from 1961 to 1984. Joey DeOria from 84 to 2001. Wow. I'm a little... I love, I love how you didn't even have to look at your phone. Like, you know that because that's I, yeah, one of your favorites. Just, uh, you were talking... You were talking about this last week. It's just this weird obsession I have for my childhood. It's no, like, man, it's my it's last... Like Vestige of innocence was this show. Like, right, right. it went off the air when I was like 12 or 13, and then, like, 
you know, hit puberty and life was over. So right. <laughs> my last <laughs> little glimpse of innocence. Okay. Speaking cats. of television clowns. Yes. The Krusty the Clown Show on The Simpsons is a circus-like children's show. We learned in an episode that Krusty's father did not approve of his clowning and wanted him to be this instead. A rabbi. That is correct. Ooh. Bonus point if you can name his father. His name. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Damn it. I haven't seen enough Simpsons. Yeah, I'm stuck on this one. Rabbi Hyman Krustovsky. Voiced by Jackie Mason. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I will clown no more. All right, next up. The Greatest Show on Earth was a film epic directed by the most epic of directors, Mr. Cecil B. DeMille, about life in the circus, and it was Charlton Heston's film debut. What award did it pick up at the Oscars? What was the name of the movie again? The Greatest Show on Earth. Did it win Best Picture? It won Best Picture. Often cited as one of the worst examples of a movie to win Best Picture. Yeah. Without High Noon and The Quiet Man that year. Yeah, often considered one of the worst movies to win Best Picture. Nice. And it's like three hours long. Jimmy Stewart uh, is a guy who... he's a, Jimmy Stewart's in it. Yeah. And he's uh, a doctor who like murdered his wife, like, Kevorkian style. Like, put her out of her misery. But he's on the run from the cops, so he's like a clown who never takes off his makeup. It's okay. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, I, I murdered my wife, uh, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join the circus. Exactly. <laughs> I was it. coming through the town. Exactly. <laughs> thought I would jump on the train. Uh, uh, say there, uh, would you hit me with that seltzer bottle? There? <laughs> <laughs> All spot on. Want to take the pie, Mary? Throw the pie right here. All right. Which famous actor worked in the circus as a teenager in a lion taming act? River Phoenix. That is incorrect. Not if you're watching Indiana Jones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery. Incorrect. That's an interesting face you're making, man. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Harrison Ford. That is also incorrect. Christopher Wacken. What? Hey, Ryan, get back or I'll hit you with this chair. I got a whip. You're not going to like the whip. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use the whip. <laughs> Christopher Walken started out as a kid at a local circus um, doing some stuff with the lion. Of course he would do something weird like that. Why wouldn't he do something weird? <laughs> My wonderful Walken, right? ones. I give you champagne. You, you back exactly. up with the whip. With the whip. Speaking of Christopher Walken <laughs> in the circus, in the film Batman Returns, <laughs> the penguin... Works with a gang of henchmen that he met in his youth at what circus? Come on, Mark. Sure. I made this question for you. Oh, come on. But make it, but I thought of it for you. Right, right. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Are you ready for a hint? It is a color and a shape. It's not the Foo Fighters. Um, oh, it's oh, the best. Is Foo a color? Oh, yeah. No, that's their second album title. The color and the oh, shape. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, uh, and their best album. It's like the purple circle or something. <laughs> like, I... Great guess, but wrong. Pink triangles. Nailed it. Yes. No. Okay. It's the red triangle gang. Oh, oh, really close. The red triangle circus. That's where Penguin. I was about to be way off. Raised in the circus as the the bird boy. Yeah. I'm a little ashamed. The Brown yeah. Pentagon. When's I mean, the last time you watched uh, Batman Returns? Still could be worse. My nose could be gushing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I did watch Batman Returns like a month ago. Really? Yeah. You know who plays Penguin's father, right? Uh, Pe Penguin's father was. Um... Come on, come on, you know. Well, this. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I. I. I... Paul Rubens. Yes. Yes. And, Pot. and Lisa Marie plays his mom, who used yes. to date Tim Burton before right. Helena Bottom Carter walked into his life. All right, my last question. Three points out of seven. Man. Hey, <laughs> man. Before the greatest showman assaulted us all with their Technicolor garbage and ear-murdering songs. Wow, what a... Yeah. <laughs> Spot on. Hugh Jackman portraying P.T. Barnum. Quick capsule review by Chris. Uh, which actor played P.T. Barnum in a television film in 1999? His initials were B.B. Billy Baldwin. Incorrect. Okay. The name of the miniseries on television was P.T. Barnum. 1999. Uh, says... I remember it being like on the cover oh, of the man. TV guide that came with the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember. I can see it. Oh. I remember that. Savage. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Mr. Bo Bridges. Bo no! Bridges! Who <laughs> looked much closer to P.T. Barnum than one Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I mean, come wow. on. I had to oh, see that movies. movie. I was forced to sit through The Greatest Showman. Yeah. And I just hated it. Hated it. Oh, hated man. it. Just. <sighs> the thing was, like, I went to the movies with someone and, like, I, she was like, we're going to see this, and I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> so what a she, great start to the, to the date. Exactly, and she bought the tickets. Like, she ran to the counter and bought two tickets. Yeah. And we had, so like, I, I was like, she's like, you have to go, I just bought the tickets. I'm like, no, I don't, and no, I don't. of course no, I went. No, but but I hated every second of it. Hey, hey, hey. It's time for me. It's time for mine, which would also be in the realm of pop culture, in the realm of... You think, you think I'm going to clown around? Time to hit the big top. Answer the parade of questions I have regarding the circus. Question one. The circus is also a nickname for the United Kingdom Secret Intelligence Service, which is called what? Chris? Uh, M16. No, that is incorrect. Are you sure? He was so confident. <laughs> <laughs> incorrect. No. I didn't know that. Okay. I'm going to yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this purely because I watched this the other day and I really wanted to be the answer but the Kingsman. The Kingsman which would be an offshoot of MI6. MI6, not M16, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Looks similar. I'm talking to myself, not you. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> oh. Question two. Question two. Oh, this one's a gimme. Circus, the song and album released by Britney Spears came out in what year? Chris. 2008. That is correct. Finally, you got one on the board. Right. Uh, M16, you dumb question, person. Question three. <laughs> question three. This was built. Excuse me while I grab myself beer. a beer. Beer you. We'll do that. Would you like one? No, I'm good. Thank okay. you, sir. Last one for me. Question three. This was built by Joshua C. Stoddard in 1856 and was used by the circus. Not a part of the circus band. It is sometimes called a, quote, circus piano, end quote, and is played like a piano. Calliope. That is correct. It is powered by a steam boiler. It sounds carry as far as nine miles. What is it? Good on you for answering the question in advance. Question four. The song, Circus, released by Sonny and Cher, was released in 1969 as a single. The B-side was the movie version of which iconic Sonny and Cher song? Jeremy. I got you, babe. That is correct. Look at you. 
dun, 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 dun. Here's question five. Oh! A poster for Pablo Fonk's Circus Royal, one of the most popular circuses of Victorian England, inspired John Lennon to write this song, released on the Beatles album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Name the song correctly. Oh, no. Nick. Is Mr. Kite... It's the Mr. Kite. Oh, I can't oh, remember the whole oh, title oh, to the song, oh, though. Oh. Alan. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I think that was, that was Jeremy. Chris. Oh, was it? Was it Jeremy? Was it you? I don't know. Uh, that may have been. Chris Shall we say it at the same time? For the benefit. For, uh, no, no, no. Ah. Being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Oh, so let's give it to him then. Jeremy, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Is it, okay. So it's being. Being, being for, for the, the benefit. benefit of the song Mr. starts ah. for the benefit of Mr. Kite. The benefit of Mr. Kite. Yeah. So I. Okay. I didn't know being. Look at that. Question six. Following World War One, circus films became popular. Duh. The silent film titled The Circus was released in 1928 featuring this little trend. Starring role, Chris. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin is yes. correct. Question seven. Two-part question. Two points at stake. Another movie about the circus was released in 1941 by Disney and features the titular elephant Dumbo and this animated feature. This movie is how long, and this is what number as far as Disney's released animated feature film up to that point? We have to know both? If you answer one, you have to answer the other one, otherwise you get nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm out. Is the time, like, closest <laughs> to, or...? Well we'll, 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 we'll break it up. Seven and eight. This, this movie is how long? Chris. I want to say it's 64 minutes. 64 minutes is correct. Whoa, wow. I this don't is, know why I know that, this but is it, it just the first number that came to me. Well, that is correct. This is what number as far as Disney's released animated feature films up to that point? Nick. Don't think, just let it come to you. Seven. Seven. <laughs> like the seventh. I was going to say seventh as well, but I'll go Eight. Eight. Oh, man, I'm kind of along for the ride on this one, but I like it. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say nine. Nine, you're all wrong. Oh. You're all wrong. It is the fourth. Oh! The fourth overall Disney animated wow. feature film that man. was released. Fantasia, Bambi, Snow White were the first three. Yeah. I knew Snow White was number one. That makes sense. And that's all I got. Wow. Nice. 64, why did I know that? That's that was really just, impressive. 64 yeah. minutes, which is insane now, because yeah. you go to oh, a movie, yeah. if it's not two and a half hours, I'm just completely <laughs> like, wow, okay. All right, my quiz is about circuses, but more specifically about clowns in those circuses. Oh, boy. Do you guys know what the, the fear of clowns is? Oh. not one of the questions. Oh, cholerophobia. Yeah like the fear of scary, scary clowns. All right, so my quiz is about, it's an either-or quiz. I'm going to say a name, and I need you to tell me if it's either a clown or a presidential candidate. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Uh, so, for example, if I said Donald Trump, we would be looking for president. That's a trick question. Yeah, that's clown. I'm the only clown. I have the best clown white. I've got I'm, the smallest car. I can fit the most clowns in it, okay? Look at my hands. I am fitting in this clown car. My pie is the biggest pie, okay? <laughs> or if I said Bellow Knock, I'd be looking for a clown, and he's the clown from Ringlings. From my nightmares? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I bellow his hair, his hair is like this fun. tall. It's taller so it's than your to, hair. Oh wow! 
It's very tall. It's just like a like a high Marge, top Marge thing. Simpson. Like a Marge Simpson. Like a straight Marge play. Simpson. Simpson. Uh, I can't say anything. Simpson hairdo. Okay. And I'm going to start with one that I like the most. Herschel Krastovsky. Mark. Clown. Yes. I just Because you said it earlier. I was going to yeah. do that. Hey, one. hey! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which, uh, real quick, Dan Castellaneta's portrayal of Krusty the Clown was based on Bob Bell's Bozo from WGN. Really? He said nice. that mostly. Because he had a very... If you ever watched the old like Bob Bell Bozo, he had a very... <laughs> like, yeah. It was it was crusty. Was which, he also lighting cigars with $100 bills on fire? On probably not. <laughs> I'm going to guess no. I don't understand. You bet against the Globetrotters? <laughs> the generals were doomed! <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. So yes, he was Krusty the Clown. Number two, okay. Roger Black. Mark? Presidential candidate. No. Ooh. That was Yucko the Clown. He was the clown. Yucko the Clown? Yucko. Yeah, Yucko the Clown. You can look, look them all up. There, you like Some of them are really Oh, I believe too. you. I'm, I'm, I'm just oh. looking forward to the Christian name for Doink the Clown from the <laughs> WWF. So. <laughs> Number two, Mr. McBride. Chris? Presidential candidate. Yes, of 1976. He was a libertarian. Number three... Yes, that is your point. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. That's why I like how Chris sits Johnny, right beside me. Johnny on the spot with that Just one. Just in case. Number four, Red Skelton. <laughs> Mark? Yes. Oh, that's a clown. That's a clown. Do you, know what his, clown. do you know what his name was? Red Skelton's clown name? His clown name, yeah. Oh, shit, no. It was, um, uh, uh... You called uh, me this a second ago, a few minutes ago. Did I? Chuckles? Yeah. When you said it, I was like, oh, that's funny. Something Hopper... What is it? Dennis? No, it's Freddy the Freeloader. Freddy the Freeloader, yes, you're right. <laughs> That's right. Forgot about that. Number five. Rufus King. Mark? Presidential candidate. Yes, 19... No, 1816. He was a Federalist. Next, Mr. Mikado. Jeremy. Clown. No, he was a presidential presidential candidate. What was his 19- first name? Twenty. I don't know. Oh. I put Mister just to make it confusing because some clowns have Mister in front of them. He was a Democrat. <laughs> Why did you do a dance when you explained your? your... I do dances all the time. All the time. Next, W. P. Mangum. Chris. Presidential candidate. Yes. Eighteen thirty-six. Next, Damon Wayans. Nah. Mark. Homie, don't play that. That is a clown. Do you know what his name was? Homie the Clown. Homie the Clown. Yeah, homie the clown. Just, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love how it was the one thing. Oh, sorry. Where, it was the one example. Homie, what's dignity? You see this pie? Splat. You hear? You see what you're feeling? Yeah. Dignity is the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the last one. John Housen. That was Jeremy. Jeremy. Was he a presidential candidate? No, he was a clown, too. He was from Adventure Island. Clown, (laughs) too. All right, that's mine. You didn't say John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, I didn't say John Wayne Gacy. Hogo the clown. (laughs) 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 All right, uh, this week, because I, you know, I had to, I had to head out a few minutes early last week, so I didn't, I didn't see what the theme, I didn't know what the theme was, so this week's trivia has nothing to do with circuses at all. Oh, thank God. Um, oh, thank God. 
today, and uh, and and the goal is to is to. I mean, it's not like the goal is to make it as lightning roundish as possible. Okay. This game is called Ben or Ben Franklin. I will give you facts. You will tell me if I am talking about the famous electrician Ben Franklin. Electrician. <laughs> or our friend Ben. Okay. Oh, we miss you, Ben. Right yeah, we miss Ben. All right. Here we go. Born January 1705, dies April... Se well, let me finish! Dies April 1790. Mark was actually the first first, but what? Uh, Benjamin Franklin, electrician. Benjamin Franklin, electrician is correct. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, English... So wait, are we waiting for you to finish the question before we can buzz in? Yeah, Why, we... yes. I will, I will always okay, say then, it. Okay. <sighs> All right. I know you like, you like to hit it as soon as you know. English guy who grew up in the States and does this podcast. That would be Nick. Benedict Teeps. Benedict Teeps is yes. correct. Three. Uh, leading author, printer, political theorist, politician, diplomat, postmaster, scientist, inventor, humorist, civic activist. Let me finish! Statesman and Freemason. Chris. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. You Benedict Franklin. We're close on that one. <laughs> Benedict Franklin is correct. Number four. Wait, wait, wait. Listen to what you just said. I Benedict. know what I just said. Okay. I just want to make sure you heard that. No, I just on, enjoyed it. Hold on, I just it. Hold on, I know this. Com. Ba -bum. I just enjoyed it when Chris said it, so I wanted to keep it going. Number four. Not a Freemason. Mark. Benjamin Franklin. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Benedict Benedict Freemason. That's great. Uh, I mean, it may not be. I don't know. Probably not. Um, well, I can, I mean, since the, I can assure you that Benedict is not a Freemason and that Benjamin Franklin was. <laughs> <laughs> because that was the last word in the clue I came out of the previous one. Nice. Five. One of the founding fathers of the United States. Chris. I think that was Nick. Actually. Oh, was it Nick? It was. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> okay, very well, very well. Number six. Talented actor, director, and musician living presently in Lakeland, Florida. Chris. Ben Heaps. Ben Heaps is correct. He founded many civic organizations, including Philadelphia's first fire department and the University of Pennsylvania. Mark. Benjamin Franklin, electrician. Benjamin Franklin, electrician, is correct. Number eight has a deep love of kites, lightning, and keys. I think that one was Chris, actually. Benjamin Franklin. No, Benedict Heaps. <laughs> Has a very deep love of kites, Where's lightning, and keys. I don't know. That's you can no. ask him. That's not correct. I asked You're... him before I wrote the question. You liar. Message <laughs> him right now. If it makes you feel better, I would have answered the exact same answer. So we would. We'll move it. along. We'll move what along. makes you think that Ben Heaps was not playing? Hey, 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 hey. And, and my my answer is everybody has to agree with me. You know That's that. True. What makes That's you think true. I did not ask Ben directly as he was sitting next to me? That's true. I would love lights, kite, uh, kite. I've known Ben very long time now. I've never heard him discuss any of those things. <laughs> for the record. Yeah. He <laughs> no. Great rebuttal there, Jeremy. <laughs> you should run for president. <laughs> Man, it's all we used to talk about back Wrong. in high school. Like, hey, you got a kite? Pff, yeah, man. You got some lightning? Not on me. Nine. Became a successful newspaper editor and printer in Philadelphia, the leading city in the colonies, publishing the Pennsylvania Gazette at the age of 23. Chris. 
have to wait for him to finish. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin is correct. I'm trying to bi- I'm trying to figure out when his is is yeah, sentence ends right. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> Number ten. Afraid of poltergeists. Not the movie poltergeist, but the determined and mean spirits that you can't really do anything about. Mark. Ben Heaps. Ben Heaps is correct. <laughs> Wouldn't That's it have been so hard for you to answer uh, or message us? Hey guys, what's the topic next week? <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. But I'm also on the thread. I feel like I feel like it should have been, you know, brought up there too. Good point. I should have. I'm also on the thread. I had to leave early. Good point. Besides, you got most of those right anyway. Are you sure? I know. <laughs> but you're sore about the trick question I threw. I am. <laughs> But that brings us to the end of the game, and that brings us also to a tie between Chris and Mark. Oh my goodness! How lucky are you guys today that the prize came with two? You both get hand towels! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Wonderful! Oh, Oh, I'm so happy for you guys! There's no tiebreaker? No, no tiebreaker, unless someone brought another question. I can ask another question about Ben. Ben (laughs) No. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. you got to pick the theme. You oh, yeah. we got to do the theme. theme for next Are we going to reach Which? both of our hands in there and pick no. the same one? No, Ooh. you go. You as, go. Oh, that'd be as cute. A, as a gentleman uh, I'll let player. You pick. No, no. I, I, I insist. Don't pick something like Circus. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, don't put something in the back or, of Circus. Or Ben Heaps <laughs> versus Ben Franklin. <laughs> yeah. I see nothing wrong with okay. that game. Okay, clothing slash uniform. All right. Ooh. Nice. A lot of uh, different ways you could go with that. I want to do this oh, Chris, you're going to hate me one. next week. All right, clothing slash uniform. <laughs> I don't know if you're Franklin or Benedict King War. I'll be like, if I put you in a uniform, what do you think I would think looks best? I don't know. That's a good question. It is a good question. Is that a direct question, or are you just happy to see I'd it. have a different uniform for all of you. Oh, Wait, what, what would my uniform be? A suit made out of material that you would make board shorts out of. You'd nice. want to be comfortable but look classy. Yo. Yeah. Right. What would my uniform yes, be? Yes, thank you. All right, I like that. Your uniform. Good answer. Hmm. That's 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 gonna be that's gonna be tough. I have a couple of ideas that I would go with. I might I might switch it up and do like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays here in a certain uniform, uh, which which I see very. Smoking jacket, ascot, comfortable. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you gotta wear a suit. But it's but because you know, because you're you're at a radio desk the whole day, you can take the option of not wearing pants. Oh, great! Love it. <laughs> so so you got Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays comfortable and suave. Tuesdays and Thursdays gotta be a little uncomfortable, but you don't have to wear no pants. No pants. Done. And Nick, me, I see a lot of fur. It's real fur too, so you killed a lot of animals. To you do know, it. I mean, like a disgusting, unca- cartoonish amount of fur. Like, okay, fur, it, sure. <laughs> no, for sure, 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 sure. No, not fewer sure. Whoa! Who's talking about my furs? I have the best furs. I'm Nine. Sorry. No, in all honesty, I was like, while well, you were figuring out his, I was like, he's going to say fur. Like, a lot of fur. Why has it got to be fur? I don't understand. That's right. But a lot of fur? Like, a whole lot? Like you went, a, you went like right a, back to the beard, man. I'm under the assumption uh, that you like hairy. Like a... What, what, what? I want it to match your oh, hair. Clarification. Oh. Like, <laughs> I want like it hair? to straight up match your beard and your hair. Or hair. Like a hair suit? No. Ooh, that'd be weird. 
No, no, no. We're going to have to go on the hunt I'm for this so animal. It'd be a great way to end this podcast. A yeah. hair suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the title. That brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to contact any of us about anything we mentioned on today's episode, you can find us on Facebook or you can email us at holdonIknowthis at gmail.com and you can go to holdonIknowthis.com and SoundCloud and Stitcher where we have all of our previous episodes. Thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week with another episode.